In this episode of the Red Eye Report, we discuss at that. I fucked it up already. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Fucking all that work. In this episode of the Red Eye Report, we discuss adaptations. We find a better way to piss away our lives, and as usual, we butter our own goddamn biscuits. With me this week is the fluffy teddy bear. Teddy Ew. isn't a big fan of this show. Right? You hate this show, don't you? I love this the show. The show, the very show you help Shows create. Shows up every week. Fucking hate you fucking hate it because it just doesn't follow the comic. It We've also got... Ashtray isn't worried about adaptations. He stays true to the values and morals that have shaped his existence. Drugs and dancing. Then there's the all-seeing oracle. A lot of people don't know this, but he was the first man in America to adapt a pornographic film into a Broadway play. If you can't come in her, come on her. Hasn't quite hit the heights of popularity that was expected, but it's catching up. Featuring my grandma. Last and least. Nana Oracle. The only the only thing I've ever adapted was a hot dog into a hot log. And this is the red eye report. Nice. <laughs> and somehow it got bigger. All <laughs> uh, oh, right. Gross. All right. So an adaptation obviously is just a, a work of, I guess it doesn't have to be fiction, uh, a work of a creation and uh, of art made into something else, right? Adapted from that thing. Yeah. So we're going to start with films. That's the most obviously, obviously adapted thing is from books to films and books i assume they're the most popular because for one they're fucking you know there's so many of them but two it's different in everybody's head you know what i'm saying you're the one that oh yeah yeah before we get into this topic about philippe the badger the undocumented badger said here by greg abbott uh on the last bus to North <laughs> but anyway, he needs help, man. He's from Honduras. <laughs> if nobody's <laughs> ever Honduras heard that badger. segment before, they're so fucking confused right now. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Believe the badger? Like, what the fuck? Is what this? kind of adaptation is he? <laughs> Don't worry about it, baby. All right, this is our hey, pause for the cause. Hey, white folks love love them animals. <laughs> this is where we uh, benefit a, an animal at the Dane County Humane Society. So here we go, Philippe. DCHS.org, probably. I don't know what it is. All right. The first film adaptation is widely regarded as Cinderella. In 1899, it was obviously based on a Brothers Grimm tale, um, and it was made into a short film, only about 30 seconds. 1899? I was going to say, damn. No, that was was a little 45 seconds. The 1900 film Sherlock Holmes Baffled was uh, obviously created from Sherlock Holmes, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's famous character. That was a 30-second um, film shown to or intended to be shown like using a mutoscope, one of those fucking hand crank mm, things. Sure. Can you imagine that shit like sitting there, like being like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So why were they 30 seconds long? Is it just that, you know, because nobody was doing then. it back yeah. then. It was probably yeah. so expensive. Back then, yeah. to make. The film was probably super expensive. The yeah. fucking everything. 
Probably. <clears throat> I mean, right? the let alone like you ran like... for 30 seconds before the film burnt. Like, remember that's, how easily yeah, they would true. melt yeah, on the yeah. uh, projectors on the back then? Right. Uh, this was made by a guy, uh, uh, a Frenchman named George something. Milace. <laughs> George I, I, something. <laughs> George something. <laughs> Uh, so in 1902, he made an original sci-fi feature called The Trip to the Moon. It was based loosely on two popular novels at the time, Jules Verne from The Earth to the Moon and H.G. Wells is the First Man in the Moon. Um, so then there was another Snow White was adapted in 1902, uh, but the earliest surviving copy is from 1916. And I looked for these. I, there's no surviving copies of these mm. fucking things. Like yeah. these are, you know, 120 some years old. Right. But there is that kind of iconic um, image. I know I've seen this, or at least a reference to this, um, for that trip to the moon. That creepy ass yeah. fucking. Oh, were they in the top hats? In there, like I don't know. Yeah. This guy's got some spaceship in his fucking eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. moon had a face. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so the first feature length film to be shot entirely in Hollywood uh, or adaptation was Cecil B. DeMille's The Squaw Man. Uh, and it was based on Fox on Book by Edwin Milton Royal. Never fucking heard of the book. Um, so, yeah, I, we all know what adaptations are. Uh, so let's let's talk about the biggest ones. What do you guys think is the biggest film adaptation of all time? <laughs> um, well, shit. I mean, you got the, um, I think the biggest adaptation is probably from book to film. Cause it's always classic stories start on books, right? And go to film. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I was looking something up. What'd you say? I didn't hear it. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Um, sorry. I'd say like, all these adaptations, for the most part, are probably always ad, uh, adaptations of uh, uh, book stories to film. Yeah. Right? Because all the classics started. Absolutely. So, uh, like, the, the, let's go just by what do you think the highest grossing? Highest oh, grossing? Yeah. Lord of the Rings. That would, yeah, would that's say, a good. Marvel, it's up there. It is up yeah, there. Yeah, that's movie. definitely up there. Um, uh, Gone with the Wind for its time. Gone with the Wind, but it, maybe it probably didn't make that much money compared to modern movies. Mo- right? no, no, it's not even close. Gone with the Wind is. It's I haven't for seen time. For is it a movie or a TV series? Oh, seventy-seven. Gone with the Wind is seventy-seven. It made three hundred ninety million dollars. Well, I believe it was though based off of a, a novel. It was. Yes, these are all the everything. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see, the top one adaptations. Um, I don't know. What, what is it? You're probably not going to get it. Yeah, not going to get the biggest one. Jurassic World from 20. Taylor Swift. Jurassic, Jurassic World? World. The Michael Crichton. Yeah. That was, it was a good book. Jurassic Park is number six. The original one that made over a billion. But the uh, biggest Jurassic was Jurassic World. 1.7 billion. Yeah. Holy shit. The uh, Chris Pratt two, one, right? No, Jurassic World. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah, Chris that was Jurassic Pratt, World. Fucking Chris Harry Pratt, man. He's he is like the he's the new Dwayne Rock Johnson. They just throw him in there and fucking make <laughs> oh, him. Cool. 
Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows okay, Part Two. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. Uh, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is number three at one point three billion. <laughs> Man, those movies do well, huh? And number four is Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King, which is the third one, right? Yeah. Yes, that was the last one. Yeah. That was one point two. Now this number five is somewhat of a surprise because I, I mean, I know it's adapted from books, but Skyfall. Oh, uh, really? The James Bond movie. Oh, number yeah. five. Yeah. Like way more than I expected. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I'm not going to go. They, the top 20 is just peppered with fucking Harry Potter and the Hobbit and shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Others. Yeah. Mm. Enormous fucking IPs and shit. <clears throat> um, say like some of the big. Okay. I guess I could try to think of some that might be on the list. The Great Gatsby. I mean, that's been adapted in uh, at least two, maybe three films. Yeah. Because I remember there was one from like the 70s or something. Yeah. Right? Again, watched in school. No, it's not going to be like I'm I'm down past Gone with the Wind. And then wasn't uh, wasn't uh, Leo, Leo did one. Yeah. Leo did a great. I, I never saw that one. Um, that's actually a it fun. The great yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah, that's not even on the top in the top 100. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of you other great though? The Hunger Games. Okay, oh, I could see that. Yeah. 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 It's these young adults, you How know, about that, they got uh, so much disposable income. What was that movie Ready Player One? Is that on that? Oh. Yeah. It's number forty five. Okay. Yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. That was a book. Weird. That was a book, wow. There there's so that's the that's well, the that's the thing too, is like, almost Point. So many movies. You can even say Fight Club. That was an adaptation. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? Yeah, it was an adaptation. Um, when you're talking about like basically taking a novel and turning it into a movie. I mean, but yeah, I might. I guess I'm thinking more of a like classic. But oh, actually, um, is where is Fight Club? It's not even in the top 100. Catch 22. They oh. made that into a movie, and then a recent Hulu series. Yeah, that was a classic novel. I, I guess though, you know, if you you're gonna make a movie and there is like a book that already has a fan base, it, maybe right. you're not gonna please them necessarily. Oh, yeah, 100%. Fifty Shades of Grey. That might be oh, up there. Although the Great Gatsby is 89. Mm. <laughs> so it made 353 million. What uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? That's a book. Oh yeah, that's fucking way up there. It's probably up there with making money, right? All you know, and that's the thing. Lonely women. If, if that was not an adaptation, <laughs> it, it, it probably wouldn't have done nearly as well. But people are like, "Oh shit, this you know this." Is well, I mean, the, uh, all these books have and a fan that's base. because it's right. It's a ready-made fan base, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to the whole point of this, I guess, is why are we remaking movies? When there are so many books out there right. that can be adapted into movies. Like, I'm, I yeah. don't even read, and I can think of 10 right off the fucking top of my yeah. head that would fucking either series or movies. Because they're known quantities, and like existing movies are known quantities, and nobody wants to take fucking risks anymore. Sure. Studio wise, yeah, yeah, they're all fucking, they're measured. Or it's like there's, so now, uh, speaking of Hunger Games, isn't there? Is it a new movie or a new series that was like a prequel or something? New movie that came out came recently. Out recently, recently yeah. It was a prequel, yeah. Yes. Oh, it was a movie. Yep. Okay. Now I wonder, is that prequel 
actually based off of novels by the original it author? Is. It's or? Based off of, yeah, it is. Okay, there was a prequel novel. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and that's a weird thing, too, is like Star Wars is kind of a reverse thing, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of novels. There's, in there's a lot of novels after, yeah. after the movies. Yeah, and, after, and, and, yeah. Um, yeah, after and intertwined in, the, in, the, yeah, in between yeah. the movies. Oh, my God. You guys are just unruly. Is, that, is all there is to it. Somebody's <laughs> got to control this episode. So obviously, uh, yeah, you're doing a fucking great job. Um, so obviously, we know all about the movies. Teddy, video games. What do you think is the best video game adaptation? Highest uh, grade. I, uh, I think it's gonna be Resident Evil. Resident Evil is an adaptation. You think Resident or, Evil? Is are, the- are Resident we- Evil was a game originally. Oh, yeah. so we're doing like a movie adaptation of the game? Is that the? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, video game. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, well, that's not Mario. I guess not Mario Brothers, was it? The new Mario yeah. Brothers was that? The yeah, new, new Mario, Mario Brothers, Brothers made one point three billion dollars. Yeah. It is by far the biggest. It's actually made a billion dollars, almost more than number two. Wow. That's one of those things like I didn't realize, but my brother took all his kids to it, you know, and it's like, okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. And, and the thing is, is it was an actually was, a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that helps. Three. That helps. Number two was Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Number three, Warcraft. Number four, Rampage. Number five, Uncharted, which I thought would be higher because well, yeah, like Rampage was number four. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> right? Is it because it had the rock in it? Is yeah. it yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Dwayne Johnson, he'll yeah. Bring Uncharted money was in. pretty mediocre. It's the gear microphone in my head is going in and out. Is it doing it for anybody else? We can hear you fine, but I can hear you fine. You're not no, cutting off no, for us. No, hit, no, miss it. Okay, well, yeah. great. Never mind. All right. So, yeah, I mean, we all know how video games are not. I, I feel because there's already a visual element to video games. There's so much yeah. harder to adapt. It's like comic books. People want exactly what the comic book was when it's an adaptation. Right. Change to it. follow you know, a comic. Point. Right, Teddy? Teddy, knows. Go, fu- go fuck yourselves. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about it, aren't we? Well, it was like uh, that uh, Cowboy Bebop adaptation, that Netflix series. Which they, is awesome. You yeah. thought that was awesome? I thought that was horrible, that adaptation. Probably it followed the comic for 10 years. Yeah, that's the thing is it tried to follow it too closely, and it was soulless. Like, it didn't have No, any- no, no. It didn't try to follow it too closely. It, it fucked up. It did, I thought it was good. I mean, they, the, they, the, the, they fucked up vicious. They made him to a bitch and all this other shit. It was, so that, that was kind of... The, and they and they intertwined some of the stories. But, I mean, but the set pieces and the people... What's I mean, the, the, I, in the, the comic? What's the difference? <laughs> like, what's no, he, he was just an evil... He was just an evil fuck. Just and, they, and, he, and this and this one, they turned him into, like, a like a bitchy little woman hitter. Uh, so... Oh, yeah. make him an incel? His name is Vicious, but, yeah. We're going to go the other way now. Uh-oh. I was like, what what movies have been made into books? So Heat. Remember the Heat from 1995? Oh, yeah, yeah, the bank, oh, bank well, robbery. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking. What's Val, Kim, Val Kilmer no. and. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Pacino. And who was the other guy? Because there was a rumor that they never actually shared a scene together. Because if you watch the movie, there is only like one scene where they filmed it where it's like possibly you could have a stand in. Robert De Niro, right? 
Yeah. Al Pacino. Yeah, and yeah. I saw about thirty seconds ago. But <laughs> oh, you must have cut out because I'm sorry to hear. No, he didn't cut out. He just talked over him. Oh, I do that. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Mann, the guy who made Heat, made a sequel to the fucking film uh, in a book form in 1995. Huh. Um, or, I'm sorry, it was released in 2022. The film was 1995, but it's it's uh, it's not a sequel. I'm sorry, it's a prequel to the events of the film, and he's he plans to make a movie. <laughs> off that book which is so meta it's not even fucking funny right like just make a prequel movie you know what i'm saying like why are you making this into a book but whatever i get it mm-hmm. more money now who wrote the book uh meg gardner is it just the writer of the original or the director it wasn't a, there was no original the original was a movie or, i mean the original movie that's what i meant probably off of fanfiction.com oh, or whatever it's like oh, okay great let's make right. a movie <laughs> yeah here's a cash so cow was alien which mm. i didn't know yeah that james cameron made a book mm. a, a sequel to alien in book form mm. um probably sucks to be honest with you anyway yeah. the omen <laughs> uh that was made into a book also blade runner was made into a book um Ooh. which because Wait, blade runner was yeah philip k did yeah that's uh what does it do uh androids okay yeah so, so how studio- that's Les Martin to produce an unofficial novelization that was released in 1982. So they literally made a book of a movie that was based on a book. Right. (laughs) Although although that movie is based very loosely on Philip K. Dick's book. Although, I mean, Philip K. Dick, his shit is so like batshit crazy. Like you can't even... You can easily interpret it. Yeah, you can interpret it in so many different ways too. And then uh, Dick's friend, K.W. Jeter, he began making a series of Blade Runner novels starting in 1995. And actually, Blade Runner 2049 is based on Blade Runner 3 Replicant Night. It's a book that he wrote. Wow. So 2001, A Space Odyssey, that was made into a book as well. Well, Arthur C. Clarke worked on that, right? Arthur C. Clarke? Yeah, yes, didn't he yeah. work on the original? Um, he actually worked on it with Kubrick. Yeah. So it was based uh, on the Sentinel, um, which is a Clark work. Uh, but he did, in 1992, created a 220-page novel called 2001 A Space Odyssey. <clears throat> it's actually sold 3 million copies worldwide. Hmm. Uh, E.T. was made into a book. Yeah. Which again was really kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird. It was by William Crosswinkle. Um, I guess he wrote another book, a cult novel well, called The year, Fan Man. What year did the, did the EP book come out? So I assume the uh, same year as the movie. Yeah. Shortly after. I think so. Because I remember as a kid, actually, like, I read the book Independence Day. You know, it was like, of course, they made a novel. Oh, yeah, they made the yeah. Movie. You know, like, they do that all the time now. Yeah, they had so, like, yeah, the movie cover on sequel. it. Um, so it's a sequel called E.T. The Book of Green of the Green Planet, whatever the fuck. I'm not fucking that. The Deer Hunter. You guys ever seen The Deer Hunter? Yeah, yep. 
Who was that? Scorsese? Oh, yes. Mm. Or no, uh, Michael Cimino. Who directed mm. that? Okay. Yeah. Who directed it? Um, so it was a book uh, written by E.M. Corder. Uh, I guess it wasn't very popular. It says the novelization fails to capture the movie's catalog of horrors. Dawn of the Dead was made into a fucking book. This has to be a graphic novel. Mm. (laughs) Well, it kind of influenced all the Walking Dead and everything that came out of that. No, actually, originally written in 1978, Romero's novelization of his film was reissued in 2015. Hmm. Um. Wow. Weird. I guess I, you gotta be a real fucking. <laughs> like I don't understand reading a book based on a movie. Well, as a kid, <laughs> I did, but of course, but I was right. a fucking nerd kid, and I just was looking <clears throat> out about the movie. But um, right. yeah. Nowadays, as an adult, it's like, mm. yeah. So obviously, so many books. Star Wars is number two. Um, because there's just so many. Across, they're, you know, what do you call it? Canon. Like, they're canon. Yeah, the first novelization was uh, of the original film came in 1976, and actually was credited to George Lucas himself. Um, and it eventually would be revealed Are that it had been that? ghostwritten by professional novelizer, novelizer Alan Dean Foster. Uh, so Timothy Zahn, Thrawn's trilogy, Thrawn trilogy is the most popular of them all. Has anybody ever read, read those? I've never read any Star no. Wars. No. No, no, I got a buddy, uh, Chris, who's read all of them. He's, he owns them all. He's, he's, uh, he's read them, but I've never read any Star Wars things. Hmm. So uh, number one is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Um, it was written in 20. 20- 21 number one actually and tarantino wrote it himself yeah, it was shit. an instant new york times bestseller the novel expands on the storylines of the movie and vividly paints classic hollywood praised as addictively readable the novel is a treasure chest of movie lore by way of tarantino's trademark cinephilia and live discourse hmm. that would be interesting because i i enjoyed that movie uh quite a bit right. He's so good at writing dialogue, but, yeah. But I don't think that would translate. I don't like high dialogue books. That's because you know I'm, I'm sorry. I was that would be insulting. <laughs> what? What, what kind of a diss is that? It'd be like, just hey. say, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I just caught myself. Oh my god, dude! I, you're like, I don't like high dialogue books. <laughs> You know, I, I support the say. trans movement. I you know, <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. You fucking high okay, ass. We're not gonna move on until you say it. What, yeah. what were you gonna right, right. <laughs> it's cause you're fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught myself. <laughs> Why would you be just say it? I don't give a shit. Retarded, you're fucking retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right. We're already fucking late. So, best songs inspired by movies. What? Songs inspired by movies. Well, would that be songs that come with the soundtrack of a movie? 
Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Does is nope. Pink Floyd anywhere on that list? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> we'll get so there. So Bob Dylan wrote a song inspired by Psycho called Motor Psycho Nightmare in nineteen sixty. Uh it was directly inspired by the movie, it says. Um Bad Moon Rising by Credence. That was actually um inspired the fuck. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. The show is just falling apart. It sure is, dude. Man. Uh, that song was inspired by the devil and Daniel Webster from nineteen forty one. Never heard of it. Nope. All right. So, Space Oddity, Oddity by David Bowie was yeah, well, actually written about 2001 A Space Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Key Largo by Bertie Higgins was based on the movie of the same name from 1948. Jurassic Park by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> That's where oh, <laughs> I had that CD as a kid. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something based on Roman Holiday from 1953 starring Audrey Hepburn anybody ever seen that? nope just clips actually I saw it in a film class it's it's a good I mean it's a well made I can picture like, the you cover see, like, it's well like it's regarded because it was filmed really cinematography and everything um, so long, Astoria by the Ataris was based on the Goonies, nineteen eighty-five. Never heard of So Long Astoria. Anyway, Matilda by Alt J was based on Leon the Professional, um, hmm. which is Natalie oh. Portman's character in Leon the <laughs> Professional. Professional yeah. uh, that's it. Sorry, Walk This Way by Aerosmith was based on. Can you guys guess? Wait. No. No, it was based off Wizard Young of Oz. Frankenstein from oh. 1974. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Mel Brooks movie? Yep. Get oh, it? Shit. Walk This Way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Anyway. There you uh, go. Right? I don't know. We got one more adaptation to pull out of our So we're going to do 10 movies inspired by songs. Oh, there you go. So Alice's Restaurant was inspired by Alice's Restaurant Massacre by Arlo Guthrie. Never heard it or seen the movie. No. It's an 18-minute song. Jesus Christ. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I've heard the title, but I don't think I've seen... Um, so 2007, a, a movie called Across the Universe is a romantic comedy based on the same song title, Across the Universe, by the Beatles. Mm, sure. All right. The Gambler uh, by Kenny Rogers. Mm-hmm. Literally a movie. No and hold. <laughs> yeah. No and Dinner hold. for Schmucks is actually, you guys remember that movie? Yeah, I remember the movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Dinner um, for Schmucks? It's based no, off a song. Steve, Steve Carell. Sorry. It's based off a Beatles song called "A Fool on the Hill." Yeah, it's a dinner for schmucks. Is like these guys get together and they invite just the 
biggest like either retard or like social <laughs> reject they can find and then they have like bring them and make fun of them basically during this dinner and then they vote on like who brought the biggest retard basically. <laughs> yeah, and that was inspired by a Beatles song. Oh so that's, man. That's yeah, funny. Uh, Factory Girl, which was inspired by Factory Girl by the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. um, it is about the fiery relationship between pop icons Andy Warhol and Edie Sedgwick. All right. And then the Indian Runner. Uh, by Highway Patrolman by Bruce Springsteen. Or it's inspired by Highway Patrolman by Bruce Springsteen. Never seen the movie. And then, I don't know if you guys saw this movie. You ever seen the movie Ode to Billy Joe? No. Nope. No. It was actually based on a song by Bobby Gentry. It was a movie from uh, the 70s. About the musician, As Billy a, Joel? Ode to no, Billy not Joel? Billy Joe. Billy oh. Joe. <laughs> Billy right. Joe, not like, like, my ode to the piano man. <laughs> they like run away and start committing crimes. It's kind of like a what's that fucking song by George Miller? The George Miller uh, is it George Miller band? Steve Miller band? Steve Miller band. Um, oh, is that the Joker about Jack and Diane? Oh, yeah. yeah, Jack and yeah, Diane. Like that's the kind of the same concept as the ode to Billy Joe. Right. Uh, so the Hitcher. Is actually based on Riders on the Storm by the Doors. Oh, really? Mm. The Hitcher from the eighties. I don't know if you guys ever saw it with uh, Rutger Hauer. Pretty fucked up movie. Scary ass movie. To be honest mm. with you. I like the uh, And then the night the lights went out in Georgia, based on the song of the same name by Vicky Lawrence. Uh, and then this one, Brazil by Aquero do Brasil, by some dude. Ari Barrasso. So it's a 1985 Terry Gilliam feat. Have you guys ever seen the movie yeah, Brazil? It's fucking bad shit crazy. Yeah. Exactly. It's called Brazil. So, yeah. yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. Uh, it's so it's basically the song is a vibrant Brazilian folk ballad, but the movie is like a dark comedy about a dystopian, like fucking society. Um, and it's, I don't know how, I've never heard the song, but like for that to be based off a song is just weird. That song's got to be fucking weird. Right. It's got to be song. like some extreme jazz shit or something like. Like just makes sense. Because <laughs> the movie made no fucking sense most of the time, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. And the last thing we're going to talk about is I found this to be super fucking cool. Stephen King, which is the most adapted uh, oh, yeah, author sure. in history. Is actually has what's called the Dollar Baby. It's an arrangement uh, for people who... Um, so he retains the rights to his work, but you can buy it and create a work of it for many of his short stories. There's like fucking... I don't even know how many. Can you 20 say the something. title again of what this term is? The dollar, dollar baby? baby. Oh, yeah, dollar for baby. One do for one dollar, he will sell you uh, the adaptation rights to one of his short stories. Um, and there's a couple stipulations. You can't like. Uh, hold on, where is it? So King explained his introduction. Blah blah blah. Um, 
So he said, college students, for the most part, started writing me about the stories I'd published, first in Night Shift, later in Skeleton Crew, wanting to make short films out of them. Over the objections of my accountant, who Mm. saw all sorts of possible legal problems, I established a policy which still holds today. This is in 1977. Uh, I will grant any student filmmaker the right to make a movie out of any of my short stories I have written. Not the novels. That would be ridiculous. So long as the film rights are still mine to assign. So, um, So he signs, basically, he just has them sign a contract. They can make the thing... Uh, um, and they send him like the finished copy and he like eats signs off on it. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and then they could take it to festivals um, or do whatever the fuck they want to it and shit. And he, he still re- retains the rights. He can make an adaptation if he wants. Obviously it's his work. You know what mm. I mean? But I'll sell it to him for a dollar and let them do it. Um, and then the biggest one, what was it? Uh, the mist actually that was the biggest one i read that was his favorite adaptation that was one of it's his pretty good movie yeah yeah i don't know what the, the fuck really it? dark ending yeah is probably why he's well, like oh the movie that, that wasn't in the no the mist actually that ending was wrong that ending wasn't i haven't ever read the book uh, but yeah the ending was different in the book that ending but he liked the ending in the movie more yeah, he said he said yeah. it was more easy. Yeah, he, he, he thought of it. Yeah. When he wrote, which is high praise, I fucking suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Boogeyman is one of them. You guys ever seen that movie? No. When did uh, that come out? Is that an older Stephen King movie or? No, it's uh. I think it's like two thousand tens. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Don't remember that so, one. Yeah, there's a ton of them here. There's fucking. I've never really heard of any of them. I guess that would be the biggest one. Mute from Mr. 2020. Sleep? Wasn't that Mute? One? No, never heard of that either. Um, I know uh, The Running Man was based on a short story of his. Mm, yeah. Another one oh, no, the walk is being uh, adapted, which is <sighs> my favorite by his. Yeah. That fucking book, that short story was fucking brutal. There's um the one creep show, um, movie where there was like uh one of the scenes where it was like the teenagers were out uh, swimming on the lake and they were in this like floating pier that was like in the middle of the lake and there was that weird yeah, tar yeah, thing, the blob. yeah that blob that was a yeah. Stephen King short story. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that's fucking. It's cool. So those are the ones made since two thousand. Hold on. Oh, here we go. 1982. Uh, the Boogeyman was the original one. That was the one he's talking about. Uh, Woman in the Room. The Lawnmower Man. 1987. Hmm. That's got to be the highest grosser. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, didn't know as a kid. Was, I didn't know that was a fucking... I didn't either. Yeah. But I remember Lawnmower as a kid, man, I, like, yeah, I uh, they, with, the, with the VR effects, they, the VR effects they had in the yeah, yeah, I bet that yeah, shit well, doesn't God, hold up too. Well, wasn't that like 1994? Oh, 87, you know, uh, you said, right? 87, yeah. It's 87. The Lawnmower Man movie was in 87? Yeah. Jesus, I thought that was a 90s film. No shit. But it says, this might just be some kid made it, 
You know what I mean? And maybe the lawnmower man is an actual like this is pretty vague shit right here. I'd have to okay. look it up. Yeah, anyway. lawnmower man film series. Okay, nineteen ninety two was the first. Oh, ninety two. Cool enough to send that sh- or you sell that shit to people who want to practice yeah. on something good. You know what I mean? That isn't yeah. like like if you don't know how to write and shit, but you want to be a filmmaker, you fuck. Mm-hmm. Well. Definitely, so much of art is just taking other people's oh, absolutely. creative ideas and putting your own spin on it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Why when people talk about derivative music, dude, everything is derivative now. It's yeah. all been played. It's all been done. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I get real frustrated when people like genre, um, genre definitions, because like they're just people who are EDM electronic dance music nerds. It's just like, I can't, I don't know any of these terms that you're throwing at me, like play it. And then I can maybe understand what you're saying, but like, that's just an electronic music. All right. Fucking retard. What's your guys' favorite? Actually, let me ask you this. Is there a work of comic, anything book that you think would make an incredible movie um it hasn't already i guess um yeah that has not i think the graveyard or yeah the the graveyard book by neil gaiman would make an incredible fucking movie like visual like yeah. like dude like tim burton was to make some shit like that it would look fucking crazy because the way that book is written is fucking it gives you like i don't know man Grinding. Yeah, has there ever been? Let's be throwback. Uh, and there probably has been some sort of like obscure adaptation, but uh, the Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. Oh, I'm sure there's got to be something. But yeah. um, I guess I just don't remember any movie that was solely based on that. Where it's essentially just this fucking poor bastard wakes up as a big fuck off beetle in in a bed, and his whole family is like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it could be the fly. Like that would be that would be like a ops, like a real stretch to think metamorphosis in the fly. Um, yeah. Whereas, like that's how just absurd those Kafka stories are. Um. Yeah. Was like there's a 2012 movie. Is there it yeah. called Metamorphosis? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of like good fucking well-regarded books that haven't already. We're way over. Teddy right. comic done. <clears throat> I would say comic. There's a book Teddy's series done. I'm reading. Uh, it's called the uh, called the Good Guys series. <clears throat> it's, uh, yeah, it was it's two of the Good Guys and the Bad Guys series. It's uh, pretty much. Um, guys from our world been pulled into another world uh, to be heroes, and it's pretty much based off of RPG. You have stats and a, a sheet you can look at. Uh, they're pretty good, cool books. I think it'd be cool that if somebody took took like, the time to make it into like a ring style movie, I think right. it'd be pretty cool. It's got to be done right. You can't do like the fucking like uh, who was the M Night Shyamalan who did the Avatar, uh, the uh, Airbender. He put all three books into one fucking like two hour movie. I'm like you can't do that kind of shit. You can't squeeze yeah. all of that material into that. I do agree with that. Trying that to little bit of a time. Fucking like a one, uh, you know, one movie is f- pretty fucking hard for yeah. the most part. But yeah, 
I think, Anybody else? Well, I, oh. I think it would be d- difficult to do this, but I would it'd be interested to see something like um, Stanley Parable, which is a video game that kind of is really like this meta narrator breaking through um, kind of the genre and whatnot and shaking things up. Um, if that could somehow happen in film and not like to break that mold, like, oh, well, we're going to make this film adaptation and it just has like a very like formulaic feel to it. And somehow that could be broken out where it just like totally surprises you. You're just like, holy shit, what the fuck am I watching here in a novel way? That would be cool. Um, I, I find a lot of times, you know, with these adaptations and things, um, it's just, you know, there, there's a formula, um, things are told in like three acts and uh like that uncharted movie or whatever and it's just like eh, it's all right yeah. but whatever it's kind of we've seen this before so you're a fan of alternative like storytelling i yeah i i think if if i'm gonna invest my time like if it's just kind of a fuck off thing that i don't want to think about it, it's like okay whatever but if i really want to intensely I want to be surprised or be like, "Oh shit, that's kind of cool. That's weird." Did you like Sandman? Did you watch Sandman? I didn't watch Sandman. Oh, that's really good. No, is that an HBO series? That was Netflix, actually. Mm. <clears throat> that movie, uh, that show's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're moving on to the West Sexy, where we tell you what's sexy, and you fucking listen. Oracle, dolphin, 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 fucking. Going to pee. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> dolphin is a fuck up. Fuck these dolphins. I got to piss. Right. Uh, you got a piss boner. Uh, <laughs> Dol- dolphin is a GameCube and Wii uh-huh. emulator. Uh, you can get this on your your phone and also get it on your computer. Which I've done both, and I've just been super impressed by how well fucking GameCube games hold up. When you up-res them, like, they're really good. It's pretty cool. Um, so I've got... This is the original uh, GameCube. Uh, just, you know, this is what it looks like. Capture um, off the actual GameCube. And that's, you know, what you would expect. Not too bad. Pretty good Pretty good uh, frame rate and everything resolution but when you up res that to 4k it's just yeah. it's just unbelievable well it's just Screen so your pants it's, i forgot about my potato child yeah it's crisp um in a way you know you just <laughs> kind of take the blurriness off of it it's like holy shit you know i just have a higher resolution on this yeah. and this still it holds up really well and honestly on a lot of these games i don't know if i just walked into a room if i would be able to tell the difference between a gamecube game and a switch game which is kind of fucking crazy because there's like 20 years between right. those two systems Oh shit! And yeah, it's really kind of impressive. And emulator, uh, the emulator makes it look that good. Yeah, and I mean, all you're doing is just uh, upresing it. It's yeah. just a higher resolution. That's it. Um, yeah, I guess just like taking the raw data of the game. Yeah, 
I, and uh, outputting. Right. Yeah, we know we know what uprising is, Astro. Yeah. You, so so um. Speaking for our Iranian listeners. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> The, the the cool thing about the GameCube too, uh, which makes it really good for emulation, is um, they were on mini DVDs, little, little, little disc, yeah. So the games are all about one point one gigs. They don't get any bigger than that. They they can't. That was the space limitation of that. Um, and holy <coughs> fuck, they did a lot uh, with, with that. that yeah. Uh, amount of data because the same game so uh, another game that i've been playing on there is the original splinter cell uh, the same game on gamecube is like three times the size on the ps2 but it it looks better on the gamecube honestly uh which is really impressive i didn't know the gamecube cube fucked so hard you know like an eskimo uh, yeah, it was a, it was like a goddamn movie, eskimos fuck they it. fuck back yeah. I mean, at the time, at the, the time, uh, my favorite two consoles were the PS2 and the and the uh, and the GameCube. Yeah, pretty pretty the, impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. So check it out. Word. All right, Teddy, Spider Man Two. Uh, Spider Man Two for the PS5. Uh, part One was fucking awesome. Part Two takes all the all of the great things about Part One and and up some. Um, you can play as both Spider Man this time. You can switch between both of them. Uh, you have three skill trees, one for each of them, and then you also have one in the middle that they can both do. Um, one of the main things I like about this one is they had a lot of a lot of like like puzzles in the last one, uh, and a lot of sneaking sections to where if you were you and you couldn't get caught. Uh, in this one, apparently Mary Jane Mary Jane been taking steroids uh, because she can fight back in the stealth sections now, <laughs> which is pretty cool. And they and and the the what what little puzzles you have to do with circuits and things are are fairly limited, and there's not like twelve you have to do in a row. Um, the story is great. Uh, I'm only halfway through it. Um, yeah, I love. Uh, I love. Well, nobody has played the first one. Like, shit, nobody has. I have. Oh, 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 you played the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. They, they've added. They've added more. Uh, they've added more ability. More ways to get around the city. Um, they have little wind glide. Little, his little wind glider wings. His little spider uh, web web wings. Uh, in certain parts of the city, uh, there are wind tunnels going through to make you go faster. It's a cool little game. So yeah, if you have a PS5, check it out. Um, just be aware of that setup. You'll hear about that here in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, they well they haven't released that on PC, right? They because they have Spider Man no. One, Miles Morales, on... and then Spider Man Two. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. Two hasn't released on PC. Uh, yeah. All right. Word. Ashtray. Word to your mother. Ashtray. Oh. Ashtray's got <laughs> just a shitty grin he's got. You saw. Um, keep it at that. <laughs> what a fucking oh, that, retarded nice cop out. You told me to not talk about it. <laughs> We're already over time. All right. We're going to talk about my what's sexy, I guess. Um, which is, I, I that's the link to the like the website. Yeah. If you go into our messenger, I put um, what the lights look like. I played, uh, I, I just recorded some shit. Mm. Um, my kids got this for me. They got basically got me all the stuff to set up my home stereo and then got me these like led lights that go on the back of the TV. And there's a, a sensor that goes on the top of the TV. 
and it basically reads what's on the TV and kind of gives you a fucking a show that extends what's happening almost in the fucking oh in yeah. The show. So like you know you could set it to oh I, music. Got, I've heard of these. Yeah, like, you could set it to go. The lag is really super fucking minimal. Like it's it's mm-hmm. actually kind of impressive how fast this thing reads the fucking TV and changes. What amazes um, me that it reads it straight down, you know, like right. So does it go through the HDMI port or how is it um, picking up the signal through its own camera? Nope. It's got a little uh, receiver that like tapes to the back of the TV and then the camera. Oh, like you have to put the camera at the top of your TV, right? This yeah. was what I was told, but it faces oh, like okay. down. Okay. So it's like down. I mean, the cameras are pointing toward the screen. It reads the whole screen. Yeah. Right. Okay. But okay. Where is that camera placed? At the top of the TV. Yeah. So it's, it's like looking down. down the edge. Yeah, I find it crazy that like imagine yourself standing on the edge of a screen. You would think it would just be so like it would hard to differentiate because you're looking down. It doesn't hug the screen. Mm. I know it doesn't hug the screen. It's looking down over the top of the screen. I know, but it's probably an inch off of it, so it looks it's angled back towards. Oh, so it's like out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can set each strip. Because uh, there's four strips, you know, obviously along the TV, um, and you can set each one to different brightness, smoothness. You can set the fucking set it to go with music. Uh, I should have fucking played. I played a Meshuga concert, and that shit was fucking nuts. Hmm. <laughs> like it was like, like I was there. Like if this thing was <laughs> flipping out, this thing was probably having a real bad time because there's just fucking lights everywhere. <laughs> Concerts on these things. Yeah, dude. Like, like sometimes it gets jumbled and shit, but it works well for movies so huh. far. Gaming is pretty decent. There's actually a gaming setting. It's a little smoother uh, than the movies. And like, it's really cool when you're racing because in a dark room, you'll be fucking going down the straightaway, like on a dark track and the lights, every time you pass a light, it'll like, and like, oh yeah, your, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like down it. And like when you pass under bridges and shit, it like, blacks everything out in your room so like it yeah. feels that way it's fucking it adds a lot to the experience i they're not they're relatively you never have leave the house 80 to 100 bucks yeah it's not bad um and i think they're fun i think my kids have more fun with it than i do but whatever <laughs> all right now we're moving on to the fuck what you think uh this is where we tell you to fuck off oracle yeah uh Tell me if there's a paywall. So one of the things that I will check several times a day is Google News just to kind of see if uh, World War Three has popped off yet or, um, you know, what what the uh, the new uh, graphics card is doing or some shit like that. But anyway, so it's this collection of all these fucking uh, articles and whatnot uh, brought in from the Internet. But there's just, you'll click on something, you're like, oh, that that looks kind of interesting. And you'll start scrolling down, and then bam, you get the fucking paywall thing. Now it's like, uh, you know, for only blah, 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 a month, or, you know, uh, for, for X amount of money for six months, or whatever. I just wish that there was a little icon or some kind of a disclaimer on the 
article before you go in there on Google News that says, hey, this is a paywall site. Because you can't, you know, then you got to go back. And then sometimes you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do the next one. And the next one has a fucking paywall. It's like, Jesus Christ, just fucking tell me which ones have a paywall. I'm not (laughs) that invested. I'm not going to fucking, you know, pay $60 to the San Francisco Chronicle about this goddamn thing. I just want to read, you know, the first paragraph. I just want the tip. That's all I want. Just the tip. Just the tip. Right. Just um, the tip. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just kind of a bitchy thing. But you would think it would be pretty easy to do. So, there you go. All right. Ashtray. Mustafa's on crack. (laughs) Um, Oh, Mustafa. Mustafa, my neighbor. Oh, we know who Mustafa is. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's like, you can tell it's like, it's not just drunk Mustafa. Stone Mustafa. But it's like, God damn it, Mustafa. Like, you're on fucking something. Um, <laughs> I could have told you that from the beginning, dude. My, um, <laughs> yeah. No, like, he, like, came in. I'm fucking DJing New Year's Eve at Baldwin. And, like, he comes in trying to basically, like, get the bartenders to be like, yeah, he's getting me a beer. Like, I'm working. Right? Like a motherfucking working. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's like him with this all is fucking, uh, you know, Muslim fucking quotes and everything, where it's just like Muslim to, quotes. Oh, he, I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's all about, you know, um, walks around saying, Asalaamu Alaikum. I mean, is that, yeah, does it offend you? Oh, so this is the, um, <laughs> Um, Masha Allah. Um, like you know, he. Uh, what do they call that um, thing? Malcolm X thing. Nick in prison, Islam. yeah, he yeah. learned his. <laughs> you say, what do you call it? Malcolm X thing in prison. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's exactly. <laughs> in prison, <laughs> he found it's Islam. Of nation um, of Islam. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, it's just like he came into the bar and like. Created this, just a uh, basically a scene where like I had to fucking chastise him in front of everyone. It's like you don't fucking come in here like while I'm working and try hustling the bartenders. Like, yeah, you're <clears throat> my fucking neighbor. Did you do it over a hot mic? <laughs> no, I didn't do it over a hot mic. I did okay. it though over the fucking video slot machines. I fucking leaned him up against it, and I was like. Damn. Yeah, he was like on crack because he like someone bumped into him or whatever. He he like made after this is what I was just like here like don't try to mooch off them. Like I gave him two dollars to get a fucking cheap PBR, and then like someone bumped into him. It's like it's New Year's fucking Eve. People are dancing, and he's like I'm like fucking pushing him up against the video slot machines. I'm like motherfucker, you just put me in this position. This is my fucking gig. Like, you don't come in here in my fucking show. I, I've got maybe a minute and 20 seconds to fucking put you in your place and that you'd be fucking humble. 
Jesus Christ. I'm fucking humble. Who, I, I, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you fucking shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I'm fucking living. Somebody. Damn. Morgan, though, is there. Thank God she fucking, like, walked his ass out because she knows him as well because he's been my fucking crazy uh, uh, fucking Islamic neighbor who gets all, like, but he's on, he's been on something lately. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah, Mustafa, you're on, like, crack or some shit or meth. Like, what's going on? You're, so, you're anyways, this, Mustafa, right? you better watch this episode and recognize. Teddy, PS5 shits. You know, you know his blackness alone where he's on crack and not can beat your ass, right? I'm just... <laughs> what's that? Just, his blackness alone can beat you on crack or not. <laughs> oh, sure. Nonetheless, yeah. though... Like, right, anyway. you don't come into my fucking show. We get it. You said your feet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So, I got a PS5. Yeah. Whoa. I got a PS5. You're commenting on my piece. I'm sorry. I, I know. I know. Yeah. But I, 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 we heard about you. Put him in his place. We get it. Um, Back to I'm the plantation, sh- Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> I got a minute and a half to put right. you in your place. <laughs> you get back out in that field, goddammit. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyways, okay. All right, all right, all right. So I bought a PS5, and I <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a PS5. I bought a video games. So I bought a PS5. Um, and I brought the I brought the bundle, uh, the bundle, and, and when I when I usually buy other bundles of consoles that I bought in the past, um, the game usually either the the game either comes with it or there's a way for you to download it, and the and the console actually set up that was not there for this. It was a little slip of paper inside the box that would have missed that I had would that I would have missed had I thrown up. Right. <laughs> scratch it off go to the fucking thing redeem the code okay i'm like okay fine cool cool that, that, that's weird fine i'm setting it up uh, i put it i put it online and then i start downloading the game the game's 110 gigs spider-man 2 holy fuck so i said you know what Damn. i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna plug it into my router so i'll plug it in the back of my router i go take a shower it, it's uh, when i plug it in when i plug it in my router and plug it into my router it, it, it starts downloading so I go take a shower. As I said, it's going to be like five minutes before it's downloaded. I go take a shower. I'll come back downstairs. It's not downloaded. It's telling me I'm not online. And that's because when you plug it in, you have to go and switch it manually to say it's a you wired to, connection. Oh, wow. So, so I'm like, I'm like, what First the world fuck video is going game. on here? Yo, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is retarded. I should be playing right now. <laughs> like, so it stopped. <laughs> so you plugged it in and... Yes. You, since you didn't switch it, it didn't continue on the Wi-Fi. It just it considered it considered it it considered the, the PlayStation to be offline until I went into it and changed it That's manually to a wire up. connection. Like why wouldn't it, it just default retarded. to the wireless or something? Know. I do not know. The third and final thing is uh, there's a few more things. But third and final thing is it comes with a disk drive. There's a disk drive on this thing. It's right there. It's on the fucking side. There's a disk drive right there. You can see it. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker. Yeah. What's it for? It's it's, uh, it's, it's to use disks. Uh, but it's uh, <laughs> it's for your the crow soundtrack CD you had yes, when you were a teenager. Um, but so it's, it's supposed to, supposedly backwards compatible uh, if you have the disc. And I have a lot of old discs, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play some old shit. <clears throat> Throw something in there, and it just uh, it was Ico, my PS uh, PS3, PS3 version of Ico, or maybe it's Shadow of Colossus. I don't I can't remember which one. But I throw it in there. This drive's not working. You want to know why? Because you have to register the disc drive with the PS5. What? You have, you have ah. to register this drive with the PS5 that it came with, that it's connected to. Like, you I'm like, you have what to is register it. Dude, that's what the screen said. I don't the fuck. fuck? <laughs> wow. It was, it was just, these are things that with this, with this data and like this, 
But the console, this, this, why I this expensive day, in this day and age, I don't, that's crazy. I don't understand why they're making this difficult. Right? I mean, it's, that's the whole... That's way too much proprietary bullshit. Yeah, that is the whole I mean, point yeah, of yeah, buying a goddamn to console. the drives out or some shit. <laughs> so it yes. fucking works out of the box, and box, you don't have to right. think about it. Yes. I mean, that's kind of the deal. And it the was... trouble you guys go through to play video games. I know, it's and horrible, so... man. <laughs> you know, I, told my I wife don't know how you guys keep back. playing them. You know, I gave them up a long time ago, but you guys are addicts. I feel like Jesus <laughs> carrying a cross. Says the, says the guy on the crack. We're addicts. Somebody's got to play this game long enough to bitch about it. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this cross right. I bear. I'm last and least. Aaron Rodgers, sincerely, fuck off, dude. Explain this dynamic. He went on Pat McAfee and basically said that when the when the list comes out of Epstein, like all the people that were on Epstein, you know, on, on his island or his blah blah blah, that Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy was going to be on. Yeah. So fucking Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> tweeted at him and actually called him asshole, but with two A's, which is just brilliant, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he's like, basically, he's like, say my name again, and we'll see what what lawyers think. And the next day fucking pat mcafee who is signed by espn who abc owns and abc also owns kimmel's show and i guarantee you kimmel makes a ton more money for them than fucking pat, pat, pat mcafee, pat McAfee. Yeah. Pat yeah McAfee literally put a shirt on that's how serious this was dude never wears a shirt like he always wears a wife beater right yeah, wife beater, yeah. a legit oh. shirt and apologized for what Aaron Rodgers said on his no show. Shit. Yeah. You say, you know, damn well, some executive at ABC was like, listen, you fucking fuck. Right. <laughs> this is You're a, a punter, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, wasn't there some sort of like doctored, like photoshopped uh, dossier that had like I M M I L, like after like a redacted? It was basically like they took some redacted court released. Photos. This is what I read, and that then it was like they put I M M L. You know, like like half of Kimmel's right. name to wow. elude that. Like, oh yeah, look, Kimmel's name is on this right. dossier, this list. Even yes. though, like, you can just, prove that was dude, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking idiot. I don't understand why he doesn't just play fucking football and shut the fuck up. Because he hurt himself, and now he doesn't get any You're attention playing football. Other than that, you're a fucking idiot. He's he's one of oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. I, well, hate him. I don't under I, I I don't understand why people would like this guy. Someday like, he'll have his own volleyball scandal and fucking floppy dick pick. Oh yellow dick. <laughs> oh yellow, yeah. God. Remember that episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeller, come back yeller. <laughs> Of course, as as stupid as he is, he's still not as bad as fucking Favre. Like, Favre literally built a fucking state out of money. You know what I mean? Mm. And then, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was saying, like, Aaron Rodgers will soon have these scandals. And now, what we have to laugh about is that when we're on our, you know, like, 750th episode or whatever, we're going to talk about all the scandals that Jordan Love... Oh yeah, got into. Yeah, he's gonna be like, like, oh my god, did you hear he transitioned just for a movie and then transitioned (laughs) back? 
Anyway, all right. In all seriousness, go fuck yourself, Mustafa. Yeah, that's our show. We're gonna be here every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Make sure you join the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash theredeyereport. You can also, never mind. I miss it. <laughs> I'm Marco. This is Ashtray. And I'm Teddy. And this is the Red Eye Report. Oh.